0: The following ShishMed podcast is a production of drpodcasting.com. This is a special podcast produced on-site at ShishMed Connections 2021 annual conference in San Antonio as we talk with keynote speakers and session leaders direct from the show floor. With me is Tammy Tiller-Hewitt. She is the Chief Executive Officer at Tiller-Hewitt Healthcare Strategies. Tammy, thank you so much for stopping by the podcast booth at ShishMed Connections 2021.
1: Hey, Bill, there's no way (laughs) I would miss stopping by this booth. That's right. We've been waiting for you, Tammy. I'm glad you stopped by.
0: So your session, The Leader's Guide to Earning Your Seat in the C-Suite. Can you just give us a brief overview of that?
1: Yeah. So we wanted to, as leaders, give back to the industry, give back to the professionals who are on their journey to the c-suite or on their journey for promotion or leadership oftentimes we get in a rut and think people will see what we're doing and see the results that we're getting and we uh, neglect ourselves by raising our hand or creating a plan that will take us where we want to go and and so this session was all about being intentional and surrounding yourself you know with people who can also help you with your journey and then pulling the trigger you know Mm -hmm. taking the initiative and doing it.
0: Yeah. So you talked about having a plan for where you want to go. How important is that to have a intentional growth plan to deliver the results that you
1: want? Well, it's extremely important. It's like getting in a car and not really knowing what (laughs) your destination is. So without a plan, you just kind of go with the flow and take what comes your way, good (laughs) or bad. So if you're intentional, then you've created your own roadmap. You know what kind of Uh, leaders you need to engage with or surround yourself with so that they can help guide you and lead you. So it's very important that you're intentional with a plan.
0: Right. So with that plan, it's important that you don't become pigeonholed. Is that when you don't try to advance and they just think of you as, oh, that person just does this, right? So it's important to step out of that so, you're not pigeonholed, so you can deliver results not only for your uh, place of
1: employment, your organization, but for your personal goals as well. Is that right? Exactly. You know, I, I mean, you want to always think about your organization, but it starts with you and what value you're delivering to your organization. And you can't do that without being strategic. So, exactly to your point, if you came in and you're in, IT or you're in nursing. If you don't share with people that you have intentions to do something outside of that, they will always think of you as the IT guy or mm-hmm. the nurse or the director and you know, just to back up a little bit. My goal in in life, my big audacious goal is to lead millions to discover their why or their purpose. Mm-hmm. And every time I shared that goal, you know, I believe backing up even further is I believe that your goal should be so big that it's embarrassing to share with people (laughs) where people will roll their eyes and say, really, Tammy, millions, billions. So everyone that I told that goal to that I want to lead millions to discover their purpose without exception, 100 percent of the time they would say, oh, I'm 50 and I still don't know what my purpose is. Or I'm 75, I still don't <laughs> I sh- know what my I purpose sh- is. I still don't yeah. know what
0: I want to become when I grow
1: up, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. So, so as I engaged in conversation with them, they would start telling me how they, how they wanted to be the CEO or they wanted to be the, you know, head, a neurosurgeon, but they, you know, they, there was no way they could do that. They were trying to raise kids or they didn't have the money for college or whatever they, right. you know, the, the, there
0: was something in the way usually. Always. Yeah.
1: And then it led from first from excuses on why they couldn't, shouldn't, wouldn't do something to then regret. Yes. As they would, as it would evolve, oh, like, oh, yes. I so could have done that. Oh, oh I so sh- should have done that. Why wouldn't I do that? So right. that's why I stopped and I wrote the book. Um, uncovering, you know, to untie every knot, little K, big Mm N-O-T, discover what knots are causing you to miss out, chicken out, or be counted out. And so I just find, you know, even in the conference that we just, or the workshop that we just did, so many people the same. We ask, who knows about your plan? Does your boss, does your boss's boss, or do just you know, or does no one know? And, you know, the the results are always revealing. The right people don't know, including yourself, Mm -hmm. where you want to go. So that's why intentionality and, and really the influence piece is so important in leadership.
0: Yeah, there's that old saying... It's, it's not what you know, but who knows you. That's correct. To make sure that people know of you and where you want to go.
1: That is exactly right.
0: Right. So good. So you talk about creating and maximizing uh, your advancement opportunities by following three clear principles of leadership. Here we go. Strategic purpose for growth, influence through engagement, and success through execution of growth strategies. Can you just... Quickly tell us about those three quickly.
1: Yes. So the first is what we've talked about: intentional. Be intentional yep. about it. The second is influence. One of my co-speakers talked about. Well, both of my co-speakers were at the same organization, and they had career mapping. Yeah. Where there were literally people in the organization, which it happens informally, whether they have a process or not, where they're thinking about creating a new department, a new division, a new role, and they're trying to think who in the organization would fit that. So they have career mapping where there are three different kinds of business partners, the ones that know of you, the ones that know you and kind of know what you do. And then there are the people who are they call table pounders who will pound the table to say, Cameron needs to be the next (laughs) VP of this. So it's a, that's about how you can influence through engagement. You know, my mom always used to say, you know, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Mm, the same thing wow. happens in an organization. People can help you or harm you. And we always also talk about don't hit your, you know, your wagon to to one leader, because especially in healthcare, leadership changes so frequently. And if you're seen as, you know, Joe's guy or Joe's girl, you know, and that CEO, Joe, the CEO gets wowed or it moves on, then you you don't have any, right. you know, kind of... You're rudderless at
0: exactly. that point.
1: That's exactly right.
0: Wow, that's a great quote. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. That's right. Yeah, it's so important to have a plan. As you were talking, I was wondering, as you're talking about those three... Is it a failure of management that we don't go to our employees and say, "Hey, where do you want to go in this company?" You better believe it.
1: It, it absolutely is. I, there was, and I won't get the quote correctly, but Zig Ziglar said, "If you if you'll always get where you want to be if you help enough enough people along the way." It's a it's a colossal failure on leadership that that isn't a, a priority to develop their people. And as, I will tell you, you know, as we're working through different generations right now, there are yeah. five generations in the workplace. Right. And the millennial generation for sure is the generation that, you know, they get they, they get a, a bad rap and it's mm-hmm. not a bad rap. It's like they know what's what they want to do. And yeah. if they're not challenged, if they're not making a difference, they're out of here. And that's a leadership problem that they're not taking these millennials and saying, and Creating a plan and, right. and a roadmap, and then helping them execute it, and that only helps
0: the business. It's, it's a win-win. Well. Win.
1: Yes, it's a yes.
0: Because you have uh, more engaged employees, right? They really have bought in. They're empowered, and they're going to do better work for you. That's
1: correct. And I love the word you used, empowered. We've gotten away from that in so many. We do strategic growth assessments in organizations, and we find that the biggest opportunity for organizations is empowerment, that Mm -hmm. you've got to empower your employees to make some decisions. They have a brain, they have an education, let them use it.
0: Right. So, so true. This has been a great conversation, Tammy. Thank you for stopping by. As the parent of two millennials, I think that generation is maligned as well. I love the millennial generation. Now I'm probably biased because I have kids that are millennials, but uh, I think they're great and their friends are awesome. And They're just good kids, and they want to do well, and they do have a better work-life balance structure than... Us, me, Boomer had. That's so correct. I I think it's a great generation, and I don't like it when people talk bad about. Oh, the snowflake generation. Oh, I think either. that's wrong.
1: They don't either. They don't either. They're like, I'm not that kind of millennial. I will tell you that the that the government got it right when they were uh, on their campaigns, ad campaigns for the army, and the millennials are a generation that love their parents. Yeah. So yes. They seek their parents' advice before they make big decisions. So the Army, as they were recruiting you know, young men and women, their campaign, if you'll remember, was you made them strong. We'll yeah. make them Army strong. So right. they really campaigned to the parents because yeah. the millennials were right. so reliant upon their parents to help make the decision. So I love millennials. I have two millennials myself, too, and I think they're awesome. They are awesome.
0: And you're right. I have such a good relationship with them. And my children's friends all have good relationships with their parents, mm-hmm. too. So that's yep. wonderful. Tammy, this has been a great discussion. Thank you for stopping by thank you for supporting shish med and being here at shish med connections 2021
1: my pleasure thanks for having me bill
0: and sign up for the ShishMed Connections Virtual Conference, October 19th through the 21st, 2021, which will feature two days of new sessions plus recordings from the in-person event. Go to shishmed.org education slash annual conference to learn more and to get registered. And please join us at next year's conference, ShishMed Connections 2022, September 11th through the 14th at Gaylord National Resort and Convention Center in National Heart Maryland, outside of Washington, D.C. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels. And to access our full podcast library for other topics of interest to you, visit shishmed.org podcasts. I'm Bill Klaproth. As always, thanks for listening.